This podcast is supported by listeners like you. We're grateful for your tax-deductible donation at newthoughtphilly.org or the link in the episode description. A practical prayer is a prayer that works. These discussions between Reverend Bill Marcioni and Carol Lawrence dive into the details of how it works and how to work it. Reverend Bill is a New Thought minister and the author of Practical Prayer for Real Results. Your new life begins with a new thought. Carol Lawrence is on a spiritual quest, finding the New Thought teaching after decades on the pulpit in three different traditional denominations. I've got some questions. Together, they're exploring the philosophy and activities that come together from many of the world's religions to create the practical spirituality that is New Thought. Welcome to the Practical Prayer Podcast. I'm Carol Lawrence, and I'm here with Reverend Bill Marcioni. And today we're going to talk about purpose. Well, we're talking about practical, yeah, practical prayer. Yeah, it is one of my favorites because it's necessary. And and it's uh, it's also I think you found one of the things that makes practical prayer different. Yes, and I'm experiencing it a lot this week. So I don't know if I should just jump into it. So you want to start and then I'll just... Uh, no, you talk about what purpose means to you and uh, and then I'll embellish. Okay, so I find it... Can I talk... Let me say the transition to new thought and practical prayer. Um, I knew all the steps, but I didn't learn the purpose step which is step zero, until I took your class. And that was the missing piece for me because Mm -hmm. I find it difficult to just jump into a prayer without a purpose or a reason. And then it takes me so much time to get the reason and the purpose clear, you know, because i got to intellectualize the whole thing before I even get to the prayer. And so I find it difficult to short-circuit that part. You know, like even abbreviated, I spend time on the purpose. And that's that's perfect. That is actually as it should be. Um, what we're doing in a prayer is we are actually creating a new entity in our belief system, uh, which will invite a new experience in our life. And it's like building a house. You know, if you start building a house with concrete and nails and two-by-fours and not a plan it's not going to go as well as it will if you start with a pencil and some drafting paper uh, and say we're going to put the kitchen over here and the basement underneath and that this is how the roof is going to go and having a very clear idea of what it is that we're going to construct before we start the, the actual construction project. Exactly. And the plan is is important because it flushes out what's in the belief system that could be preventing the manifestation or whatever it is, you know, preventing it from happening. So you got to spend time on the purpose. Yeah. Well, you don't, you don't gotta, some people don't gotta, if you gotta, then you should, you know, (laughs) then you gotta. Well, (laughs) Well, I'm curious then if you don't do that, then how do you, how do you pray if you don't have a purpose and the purpose is clear? I'm not, I'm not saying that we don't need a purpose. 
I'm saying we don't need to necessarily uh, agonize over creating the purpose. In fact, as we build up some spiritual muscle memory and the ability to just kind of what a friend of mine refers to as stop, drop, and pray, to get into that habit of noticing what we're experiencing and immediately being able to understand what we want to be experiencing instead and take that into prayer. Because that that's what the purpose statement is about. The purpose statement is about looking or experiencing whatever's going on for us and understanding that either we want more of this or we want something different than this. And the purpose is identifying what that new experience that I want to invite is. Yes. So it's, I'm at point A, and I want to get to point B. Mm-hmm. But there's stuff in the middle sometimes that prevents that smooth transition from point A to point B. Yeah. So I need to work with that. Yes? Yeah, I mean, basically what's going to happen is, according to this teaching, this philosophy, our lives are the outpicturing, the, the manifestation, the result of our beliefs. So what we're believing is, has been creating our experience up until now. And if we want to change the experience, we want to change the belief first, and that will cause the experience to change. Well, sometimes it's really easy to understand where something got created and create a new belief. That's really easy. We can do that in a lot of cases without using any spiritual technique at all. If it's something that we don't have a whole lot of baggage with, then just doing an affirmation. You know, if I'm having an experience of, we'll pick an example, uh, writer's block. I know that I can do an affirmation that I am a gifted, talented writer and my writing flows easily. And because I've done that sort of thing before, because that sort of thing is available to me, I know that I can call on that creative process and, and rely on, on it to show up again. If I'm really stuck, if I'm having one of those dark night of the soul sorts of experiences where it's just not coming, that's when I want to dig deeper and find out what it is in my belief system that is causing this drought and be able to move beyond that. So my purpose statement would be bigger than just, I want to, I want to be writing regularly. Hmm. Hmm. So I don't want to muddy the water, but if you, I get it with the affirmations, you know, because I've been here before and I've, I know what that is. So I'll choose an affirmation that I know and I'm familiar with. And I, you know, wrap my beliefs and faith around that and so I go with that uh, sometimes you don't really know what it is though mm -hmm. and with our purpose statement we get real clarity about current situation and desired future situation the, one of the techniques we use is there's, there's four questions the first question is am I happy with the experience of life that I'm having now these came from Dr. Robert D. McDonald. It's wonderful and simple. If the answer to that question is yes, I'm happy with the experience I'm having now, then we're done. We don't need to do a prayer. You know, the, the prayer can be an affirmation if I continue to live in this experience of joy and happiness and prosperity or whatever it is that we're, we're having a good time with. If the answer is no, the second question is what experience do I want to be having instead? And that turns us, that's the pivot, it turns us from the current circumstance to the future circumstance, the desired circumstance, and that is defining the purpose. Mm -hmm. His third question is, once I have it, how will I know that I have it? 
And that lets us quantify it. Because if the purpose is, you know, I've been feeling unhappy, so I want to feel happy. Well, once I'm happy, how will I know that I'm happy? Because there are people who are miserable, and they get so much happier, but they don't think of themselves as happy. So even though the prayer has worked and they have been transformed, they're still, you know, they're perfectionists. They're looking, you know, they're, they're looking at the ivory soap that's 99 and 44 one hundredths percent pure and say, what's that 56 one hundredths percent that's still missing? Because it sucks and it's awful and it's bad and I'm not happy. So what we want to do is quantify that. Once I have it, how will I know that I have it? You know, and if it's for praying for prosperity, it's how much money will I have? Or maybe it'll be an experience that I will get to the end of paying the bills and I will not feel, and I'll feel peaceful and not pressured and calm and I'll feel prosperous after having done all of that. So we want to define, once I have it, how will I know that I have it? Okay. And I said there are four questions. I'll give you the fourth one, which is what's keeping me from having it now? And that lets us dive into our belief system. What is it that's keeping me from having it? Because the teaching, the philosophy says that there's an infinite creative power that creates everything. So everything is possible. If there's something that I am yearning for that I'm not experiencing, what's blocking it? And since it's all done as we believe, it's something in either my belief system or in a belief system that I inherited or picked up or that I'm immersed in that's creating that for me. Exactly. That's probably why I get stuck there on number four, mm -hmm. because I want to make sure I know what's keeping me from it. Now, of course, I overthink everything, but I want to make sure what's keeping me from it so I don't do this again. That's another part of it. You know, I don't want to come on through this roadblock a second time. Okay. Have you ever uh, gotten to a, a very similar roadblock to one that you had uh, mastered previously and then discovered that it's the same thing, but it's a much more insidious version of it? Yeah, but I'm not so lost because, you know, I'll say I've been here before. Right. I know this, you know, so maybe that's progress, right? Oh, I think it's definitely progress. As, as we go through this process and understand what our issues are, what our preferences are, what our predispositions are, when the same thing comes up again, we can notice it. And we can get an idea when a story shows up for a friend. Uh, we can recognize ourselves in that story, and they can learn from our mistakes, and we can learn from their mistakes. And we don't all have to start from zero every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess that's why I, I like this part so much, because it helps it helps you gain clarity. And then the next time you can handle it better because I'm familiar with this or I've seen you before. I have little <laughs> things. That I, <laughs> I've seen you before. What invited you back here? Kind of, mm -hmm. you know, and I work with it. I, it's. It's the not knowing that's a problem, I think. You know, if you know what the problem is, then you make a decision to deal with it or not. But right. if you you keep asking, and I use the term ask, but if you keep wanting and it doesn't show up or it doesn't work or the prayer seems to be unanswered, which is the, the way uh, traditionally you would say it, then what is that about? You know, mm. I've done all of this. I've done all. I'm living right. I'm doing all the right things. But still, 
such and such has not happened. And until you get with that purpose and dig it out, you know, you can walk away with frust- in frustration and um, disappointment, disillusionment, and, and just say, look, I'm not doing this anymore. Or it doesn't right. work anyway, or whatever. Yeah, well, if, if, if when we're praying for something big, and it's something that we consider to be big, it's not big on a universal scale. When we're praying about something that we consider to be big, our belief that it's big is what's making it big. This is an infinite power that can create anything. So what we need to do is let go of our attachment to the thought that it's big or that it's difficult or that it's going to take a miracle or that this is not possible. So much of it has to do with letting go of whatever hasn't been working up until now so that we can open ourselves up to something new. A lot, we are so attached to being right, to the notion that these things that I've learned how to do and I've been doing all of my life are the right way to do things and the right way to think and the right way to approach stuff. If I'm really looking for transformation, I have to at least be willing to give that up. I may not have to give it up, but I have to be willing to give it up. Agreed. Absolutely. And, and our, our purpose is about turning the little, the little boat that we're on in the direction we want to be going. And if I'm heading east and it turns out I really want to be heading west, do I need to know exactly what the heading is to the west? Or do I just want to start by turning the boat around so I'm heading in the right general direction and then fine tune as I go along? Yeah. Thanks for saying that, you know, because that's that makes it really that much more clear when you say I have to let go, be not to give up and mm-hmm. and not be like this is the way I've always done it or this is the way it has to be. That can be intimidating because you don't know what's next. You know, I this is what I need to do if I stop, well what do I do? And maybe that's the intersection of faith. You know, I don't know what to do. So I'm not a good example of this. I'm really not. because (laughs) I mean, um, I'm not a good example of it being the biggest struggle in the world because I can't. We met at a point where I was like, listen, this other thing ain't working. What you got? You know, and of course, I run into obstacles or whatever where it's a little bit difficult but I it's like which it's like you said I want to do this so apparently I haven't been doing it right so you know and I just say to spirit like okay so what is this what are we going to do with this you know I'm not doing anything you're going to have to reveal it let it emerge I don't care what you call it but I'm not doing anything until I see something at this point, somebody's going to come. I'll see a street sign. I'll hear a song. Reverend Bill will say something, but I ain't moving. <laughs> it's good to have clarity. Let's take a quick break and come back and talk some more about purpose. <laughs> okay. You can put practical prayer to work in your life, and Reverend Bill Marcioni can help. He is offering an online class that teaches you to create your own practical prayer in five weekly one-hour sessions. The final hour brings your practical prayer together, anchored in live original music by a notable New Thought musician. 
Practical prayer is based on the most effective prayers found in religions and spiritual practices all over the world. Use it to deepen ever more fully into the truth of your spiritual nature. It's the core of a transformational spiritual practice that's simple, even if it's not always easy. Reverend Bill is also available for private spiritual counseling prayer sessions. Together, you'll lean into the challenges you've experienced in life and explore the transformation that's possible through practical prayer. You'll uncover old, hidden beliefs and uproot them to make way for the life of your dreams. Everything you need to know is on the website at b-v-light.com. That's b-v-light.com. Welcome back to the Practical Prayer Podcast. I'm Carol Lawrence, and I'm here with Reverend Bill Marcioni. We're continuing our conversation about purpose in practical prayer, in the the zero step. The the step zero. And it's very intentionally step zero because it's not part of the prayer. It's what we're using to set ourselves up so that we can then begin the prayer. And I make it step zero because we like to be, in, in the prayer, we like to be affirmative. We, we know that everything that we say, every thought that we have is creative. And especially when it's inside of a prayer, step zero is outside of the prayer. So it's where we get to do our whining and our complaining and our griping about the circumstance that we don't like. He or she is such a jerk and I can't stand them. And I don't want to work for that idiot or I'm tired of being poor or whatever it happens to be. We get to clear out our stuff so that we can understand what we want instead. And then the prayer that we're going to do is built around what we want to be experiencing instead of what we have been experiencing. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I was talking before about uh, turning our boat around. So, you know, if we're out on the boat and we're heading towards the sunset and we decide, I don't, I do not want to be heading into the sunset. I want to turn the boat around. I want to, I, I'm choosing a different direction. And that is our affirmative choice. I'm going to be heading in a different direction. Now, we may not turn 180 degrees around, or we might. And it may turn out that the direction we want to be going isn't 180 degrees the opposite of where we had been going to go away from the sunset. Once we're heading in that new direction, there is then the opportunity for us to have a new experience and realize, oh, I want to be heading more south. I want to be heading a little more to the north. I want to be going towards the the trees or whatever it happens to be. So instead of deciding that it didn't work at all and my experience is still horrible. We can use the new experience that we're having to repeat, to redo the process and and go through the four questions again. Am I happy with the experience I'm having now? If not, what experience do I want to be having instead? And that's where we get to trim the sails and, and, and adjust where it is that we're heading so that we can understand once I have it, how will I know that I have it? And then set a new heading without having to beat ourselves up because we weren't, we didn't nail it the first time. We didn't, you know, nail the, the landing <laughs> and, and, and move on from there. And by having it be the purpose step, there are five steps in a standard practical prayer, six if you count the zero step. What I like to do is once I have the purpose is then I'm going to come up with my affirmation. It's an affirmative prayer. Practical prayer is an affirmative prayer. And the third step is the affirmation. What I want to do is based on my purpose, I'm going to create that affirmation. So we'll use the example of a relationship. 
I've, I've been lonely. I haven't been able to get a date. They're having the right people showing up, whatever it happens to be. So my purpose is I want to have a wonderful romantic relationship, maybe a committed relationship, or maybe I just want to, I want, I want to have people who I can date. The purpose points up being different based on what that experience is that I'm actually desiring. You know, once I have it, how will I know that I have it? Is it because I'm going to be settled down and there's going to be somebody, you know, whose clothes are in my closet? Or is it going to be me going out, you know, with somebody different every Saturday night? And there's no outside rule telling me which of those is good. That's what's calling to me. And I don't have to decide now, oh, I just want to be, you know, I want to have a lovely dating life. You know, where I have plenty of people to hang out with. I may change my mind. I may then want to settle down and have a family or have a long-term relationship or have somebody who's, you know, sharing closet space with me. I can, I can change that later. And it's not even that the first step along the way was wrong. So once I decide that what I want to do is I want to have this committed, loving relationship, my affirmation is about creating that experience. And then what makes the practical prayer different from a just an affirmation i'm doing an affirmation i just do that i have my perfect loving relationship or my my perfect romantic partner is on uh, his or her way to me right now and those are great they work just fine when we amp it up into a practical prayer what we're going to do is instead of doing that in our own mind we are going to remind ourselves first that there is an infinite creative power there is one divine presence that shares itself as every part of its creation it's me, it's every one of the other seven plus billion people on the planet, and it is all that one sharing itself. So from that perspective, now that I know that, then the prayer cannot be just, I have my perfect partner, because my perfect partner is actually part of the same creation. So I can now claim that my per perfect partner and I are headed for each other. The law of attraction is in operation now, bringing us together in a way that brings good into both of our lives. And that loving relationship is unfolding now. And because it's a spiritual practice, it has a lot more power behind it. It has a tremendous more uh, power than just me claiming this affirmation for myself, because now I'm, I'm, I'm working with the infinite. And by having that purpose statement that informs what my affirmation is going to be, I'm then able to construct a practical prayer that really brings that infinite creative power into alignment with that new experience that I'm inviting. And the final steps of the prayer are where we go into gratitude for this good that's already unfolding. And then we release it because it's not done in our mind. It's an infinite creative power that's working it. You know, in the beginning, there was darkness and void. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God did not have to go back and check the bulb and continue saying, there's light, there's light, there's light. That word, let there be light, was spoken, it was done, and then released, moved on. And the, that law that makes everything, that responds, took care of the light. It's It's a... It's quite powerful. It really is. The, the part that uh, stuck out for me is that you can change. You can change it. And I needed to hear that because I'm very deliberate and intentional about something. So I want to see exactly how it's supposed to be before I get started. So once I get started, it's going to be that and nothing else. Um, and that's that's okay sometimes, but that's not cool all the time. So when you said that you can change the direction, well, maybe I don't want to go this quite this way or that way. Mm, that's that's an adjustment, but that's good. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that that's good. 
it's wonderful to spend time on a sailboat because when you're on a sailboat and you want to go from point A to point B, you almost never head for point B because of the way that the wind is blowing. You, you start on attack and you head over in this direction and then you turn around and you head back in that direction, which is also not directly towards point B and you zigzag back and forth. And every time you tack, every time you turn around, you're getting closer and closer to point B. But what you're doing is you're using the process and you're using that zigzagging to get closer and closer and closer to your goal until eventually you set yourself up to the last little piece of it takes you right to point B. And if you were to say, that's the course that I'm going to set, you'd say that's so inefficient. But when you understand that's how it works, because that's the way the wind is blowing, that's the circumstance and the situation that we're dealing with, that's actually the most efficient way of getting from point A to point B in a sailboat. So spiritually, instead of beating ourselves up because it doesn't seem like we're getting straight to the point, maybe we can let ourselves off the hook a little bit and say, this is a process. So I know that I don't want to be at point A, so I'm starting out and I'm heading in the general direction of point B. And then as time goes, I can readjust based on new information. Well, you just let me off the hook on something. Oh, good. Yeah. Actually, I just let myself off the hook. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's me. A, B. Don't mess around wasting time. Let's just do this. You know, but... I can see. I've never been on a sailboat, though. Okay. So now I now I know how that works. My prayer partner actually has been sailing all of his life. He owns a sailboat, and another one of my minister friends owns a powerboat. And it is remarkable how those two kinds of boats fit their personalities. You know, with a powerboat, you go from point A to point B. That you don't would have be to mess boat. around. Yeah, and and if and if there's no wind, it doesn't matter. <laughs> That would be my boat. Yeah. My brother owns a sailboat, a little uh, sports sailboat, and a kayak. And he lives right near Long Island Sound. And what he says is, if it's windy, we go sailing. If it's not, we go kayaking. Hmm. So, so being flexible. Yeah. And you know, being stuck of, I, I need to go sailing today, and it's you know dead calm, that's just frustration. Hmm. So I'm going to buy a couple of boats, spiritual well, just, boats. Spiritual boats, there you go. Or you can just get somebody to take you out on a ride. Yeah, that, that's good. Boat. But I got it. That's, that was extremely helpful. Let's take another quick break and come back and do a practical prayer for something. Learn to put practical prayer to work in your life. The steps are simple to learn and let you begin to get real results to create the life of your dreams immediately. Reverend Bill Marcioni's widely acclaimed book, Practical Prayer for Real Results, gives you a clear summary of the new thought principles behind practical prayer and the series of easy-to-understand steps found in the most effective prayers from religions and spiritual practices all over the world and throughout history. Practical prayer is not a replacement for your religion or practice. It's a technique to make the work you do in consciousness even more effective. The book includes 40 prayers on various topics that you can adapt as needed and use as your own. Practical Prayer for Real Results is available in paperback, Kindle, and audiobook on Amazon or at b-the-light.com. 
B-the-Light.com. That's B-the-Light.com. Welcome back to the Practical Prayer Podcast. I'm Carol Lawrence. Reverend Bill Marcioni is here, and we are going to pray. That's right. And we're going to do a prayer for for divine guidance so that we are, our little sailboat is headed in an even better direction. And the prayer will also include uh, a little bit of serenity and forgiveness and allowing so that we can accept the fact that once we go from the tack that we're on to the next tack that we're on, we're not judging and criticizing ourselves for, for the direction we've been going. And that we're at the same time open to that guidance that maybe there's a zig or a zag that's going to serve us well. So it's about being in that experience of, of harmony, of divine guidance. So, and I'm going to do this, uh, there'll be seven steps in this particular practical prayer because we're also going to do a refutation we're going to very clearly claim what it's not so we can reaffirm what it is and i won't label them but you can listen along and see if you can hear me talking about what what we don't want so that's our purpose and then turn our attention to that infinite creative power that creates everything it is that one the source from which everything flows it is that infinite presence that was there at the big bang that began expanding and everything in the universe came from that or it's the darkness and void in which god said let there be and there is all of all of creation everything that exists everywhere billions of galaxies and suns and planets and billions of people here on earth and billions of trees and grains of sand all created by that one sharing itself as its creation everything is that one and all of creation fits together in absolute perfect harmony there is the unfolding and the evolution and the revealing and the expression of newness as creation folds back upon itself and creates new and new and more new and that divine creative process has created me it has created carol it has created everyone who's listening to this prayer everything is a creation of this one and my conscious awareness is the same conscious awareness that the one had when it said, let there be light, or when it began expanding. Everything that I am, everything that I know, everything I'm aware of, is that one sharing itself. So I know that it all fits together in harmony. It has to, because it's all one. And I know, therefore, that my experience, the experience of each of us, can be of that harmony and balance. And that we're each divinely guided by that infinite intelligence to take those next steps, to adjust our course, to, to retrim our sails, so that we're heading more fully in the direction of our desires and our dreams. Goodness and more goodness and more goodness is awaiting us, and we are heading toward it with certainty. And I know that any thought that we've been going in the wrong direction, or that we have to continue going in the direction that we've been going, or that we can't make a change, or that there would be something wrong with us if we do something different is completely unfounded there is no truth whatsoever to that there is no that's a shadow that's an obstruction that's blocking our awareness of the truth i know that each one of us individually and all of us together are opening even more fully to that divine guidance allowing ourselves to be informed and uplifted and moved in a new direction we do so without judgment we do so without fear or hesitation or anything blocking 
the unfoldment of our good, each one individually and all together, receiving and accepting and acting on the divine guidance, taking each of those next perfect steps to bring ourselves closer and closer and closer to the life of our dreams. This good is unfolding now. It's already underway, and it's revealing itself in all sorts of different manners. It's happening now, and I'm so grateful for it. And so with gratitude for this good, I speak this word of intention into that creative law that creates everything. And I invite it to create this new experience for all of us, for each of us. And so with gratitude for this good that's already underway, I release this word into that creative law. I let it do its thing. I know that it is already underway, and so it is. Amen. So it is. That was fabulous. Thank you, that was fun. Yeah, okay, fun, but it was fabulous. The Practical Prayer Podcast with Reverend Bill Marcioni and Carol Lawrence is a production of BeTheLight.com. Be-the-light.com. Where you can find more information about practical prayer for real results. Our theme is by Music of Wisdom. You can learn about the spiritual community of New Thought Philadelphia with daily guided meditations, weekly celebrations of spirit, and Reverend Bill's classes in practical spirituality at NewThoughtPhilly.org. This podcast is supported by listeners like you. We're grateful for your tax-deductible donation at newthoughtphilly.org or the link in the episode description.